What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. Before we continue, I gotta give a shout out to my brother right here, <laughs> uh, Mr. Joven. Drop. We dropped a video um, Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. But about the Canucks, and you know, none of us thought we would do anything. I had zero involvement in this video, so this is why I'm giving him the shout out. This is our first ever over 1K, now 2K viewed video. So let alone we had two milestones in one, gained yeah. a bunch of subscribers out of it. So f- shout out to you. No, don't shout Gotta out to give me. You the credit. Shout out to you. And then shout out to the <laughs> shout audience. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you for putting the video out, yeah. put the work that you put in. And then shout out to you guys for the support. Insane. Expect more videos like that for multiple sports. Doesn't have to be just the Canucks or hockey. Um, gr- glad to see the engagement from Canucks fans in the comments as well. So hey, we have something to celebrate, boys. Yeah, so and girls, expect more of those. We'll try our best to get a lot more out now. Obviously, with school starting back up for you, we're gonna definitely manage the time to get that in. Ah, so fuck, once fuck again, shout out to Joven for the getting videos, that out there. Videos matter more. School, school. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you guys once again for the support. Uh, we're almost at 300 subscribers. So never thought it would be this quick. We're at 266 at this current moment of recording. So help us get to 300 by the end of the month. That's the goal. So yeah. Um, other than that, make sure you guys follow our socials down below. Instagram reels are still being popped. Uh, and TikToks and YouTube shorts are all uh, putting out there. So make sure you guys follow those. Subscribe for the YouTube shorts. Audio, download, uh, rate, and review the podcast as well. At the end of the day, the podcast will still always be here. So um and yeah without a further ado let's just get right into it with the nfl we covered a lot of our stuff last time though yeah we did. so it's not gonna be as um heavy it's gonna, be, it's gonna be more balanced it's gonna be balanced but i'm saying like nfl wise we previewed a lot of matches last week so we're we not did. gonna really preview too much but we, we still re- we'll still preview a little bit we still gotta but, talk about it <laughs> but for a full proper in-depth recap i would or preview Check out the uh, Monday, the, uh, the Tuesday pod, the yeah, the pre- previous, previous podcast, podcast episode. That's where we did a little bit more of it in depth. But well, let's just get right into it. Um, so just start off with last week's superlatives. Let's just get out, get it out of the way. So, who is your biggest disappointment last week? <laughs> you want to start off there? Um, That's what we always start off with. <laughs> I, I thought we usually go the opposite. Okay, let's go. Let's go negative. The, my my biggest disappointment is the Miami Dolphins. Um, we mentioned it last time. I'll mention it again. You finally proved that you could beat a good team with a good defense against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the, but you guys counteracted that with, and you have Tyreek Hill back this game as well. Uh, he was missing the Dallas game? No, he played. Dallas. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So back two games now. He was back his first, second game. Um, and you play another good team. However, you got your ass kicked by the Baltimore Ravens, who are the best team in the NFL in our opinion. Um, check our rankings below for the rest of the power ranking list. Um and like it's not even just like you guys lost. You guys got your ass kicked. Absolutely handed to you. Let Lamar Jackson throw five touchdowns on you guys. Uh, we wanted to see the continuation. It was not there. And this is more disappointing because this is your potential playoff matchup as well. Now, at granted, this is a regular season game. It's different in the playoffs. We've seen it in the past. For example, the Saints beating the Bucks twice, but then the Bucks beat the Saints during the Brady Super Bowl run um, that uh, that year. But we we as guys who watch sports and are analyzing this have to go based on what we have seen and we've seen that you still cannot beat a good team except for one which was a close game it wasn't even like you handed them as well so my disappointment Miami Dolphins to add on to your point you also lost your best pass rusher as well yeah in Bradley Chubb my disappointment I feel like I feel like it was just written you know it's pretty obvious you got Dolphins and you got the Philadelphia Eagles 
Yeah. What in the actual, <laughs> like, what in the actual, like, what actually happened, right? Um, I'm stunned. Uh, I really thought, like you mentioned la- last week, that this Lions-Cowboys game won't matter for seeding because Eagles are going to handle their business. Well, the Cardinals handled their business by providing you an ass-whooping led by Kyler Murray and James Conner and uh, your incompetent games and your incompetent play. You pretty much proved that you need Jonathan Gannon back, number one. And you Shane Steichen. <laughs> and that too, but this one, you literally played against Jonathan Gannon. Uh, number two, you are um, your star receiver. You're probably your best or second best player on the team. Uh, and A.J. Brown is reportedly, there's a lot of, I guess, disgruntledness in the locker room starting off with him. As there should be. <laughs> and listen, like I said last time, I think this team will be out in the first round the way it's going. Now again, it's the regular season, but it's the wrong time to be this bad. Uh, right now, you guys are projected to play the AFC or NFC South winner, whoever that is. And the way time, I guess, other than last week, let's just say the Saints even win. I will not be surprised if the Saints beat the Eagles. I will not be surprised if Tampa beats the Eagles. Heck, I won't be surprised if Atlanta beats the Eagles. So, and because they're also away from home, that does not help. Um, the environment, I and to your point last time, I know you said it doesn't matter. You're going to play bad, you're going to lose at home too. But my point is, even if you play decently well, you could just lose because of the home field factor as yeah. well. So, yeah, the Eagles need to figure their shit out because at least if you were going to plan on lose like this, at least lose like when the freaking um, Niners lost. Now Niners look like a juggernaut <laughs> out of your division. Like it was once upon a time Eagles, then Niners, and then all of a sudden it flipped. And it's, you could even argue Dallas is ahead of them now. You could even argue the Lions are ahead of them now. It wasn't like the Niners were... I don't like, think you could argue that. I think they are. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I still think the Eagles are the second best team in the division on, like, paper. The conference. The con- Sorry, conference. Even the division. <laughs> uh, right now, I, I, sorry, yeah, conference. Um, I still believe that. It's just, like, can they prove it, though? And at this point, tr- prove me right if you want me to say that. Hey, Otherwise, man, on paper, you're the second best team. Uh, performance-wise, you have been... Uh, like, sixth. <laughs> Not even. Yeah. You, you've been barely scratching top 10. Yeah. Um, all right. Biggest surprise. Um, Should I go first? You go. Chicago Bears. They have been on a run. Uh, the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, has turned his season around once again, like last year, and has made Ryan Poles, their GM, has to make an incredibly difficult decision of what to do with that number one overall pick. Does he draft a quarterback? Does he draft Marvin Harrison Jr. or does he trade down? So because right now, Justin Fields, the fans want him. Obviously, I'm assuming Fields wants to be there. And he's giving you another reason of why he should be there. Granted, yes, this is his second straight year of doing this. I still think that he should be there. But if it's a third straight year, then obviously you pull the plug. But as of right now, the Chicago Bears, they might not be the last place team in the division after an 0-4 start. Yeah. Um, this is what I kind of projected from this. This is the record we projected. So it kind of turned out well. It was just we did not. The fact that Fields was that bad at the beginning, he was still even halfway to what he was now. Potentially, even let's just say he was this right now, they could have been in a playoff spot. You could have. They been, just got eliminated, and it's yeah. the second last week they got eliminated. You could have considering been, their start. You could have been playing for a playoff spot this week. Yeah. So. That that was the that if they just if Fields was good I don't know how healthy he was then clearly after the injury he was healthy he looks oh, healthy yeah. he's playing healthy he's running you know it helps that DJ Moore DJ Moore says he wants to keep um, 
He Fields. wants to keep Fields. Not only that, you make Carolina look stupid. Speaking of Carolina, uh, the guy got suspended or fined 300K, I think. Yeah. Uh, David Tepper. But yeah, so you may have a tough de- de- tough decision on your hands. Obviously, I won't be ma- like depends on what the value of Fields is out there. If you rather go start afresh with a rookie QB whose potential is higher than Fields um, in um, Caleb Williams, but you still and you could uh, but you know you could get more assets maybe fleece a team for next year for all we know hey man you they have assets yeah that is, that is for sure and, and then you not only that just this get the assets help your old line out help fields out there you already have a weapon uh maybe partner up with another one i know you have darnell mooney darnell mooney number two. yeah but maybe get an upgrade if you can there's oh, a free yeah. agency like go get a guy like Dustin, uh, deandre hopkins i know he probably won't go there but you make the attempt right so chicago yeah um and we'll get to next week's stuff later because some of you guys already know my thoughts based is, on what is we that, said last week. Is that your surprise as well? No, my week? surprise is Green Bay Packers. Um, not like that they won the game. It's just the way they handled business. Uh, business, right? I, I expected that to be a close game, especially being in Minnesota. I get it. Both are cold environments, so that doesn't um, take effect too much, though. Uh, Green Bay Packers, though, 33-10 win. Jordan Love looks like he is the next heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers. I think that's not even the right word. But he's the next guy to Aaron Rodgers, and he's proven it like from Bart Starr to Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Can he continue the lineage? I think, yeah, he's had, he has an up-and-down year, but this is his first year as a starter. So he's definitely going to learn from this, in my opinion. We've seen his highs are highs. His lows are lows, but his highs are also highs. Um, and, uh, yeah, like that, that surprised me. I, just, I was more surprised like, that Minnesota didn't make it a close game. I know maybe it was wrong to bench Jaron Hall in the first place. Uh, and just kept Nick Mullins as your if you're fighting for a playoff spot at least he so, had yeah they should have they should have just started Nick Mullins yeah the thing, with, the thing with Nick Mullins is he's just like F it I'm just gonna chuck it Jefferson yeah. please be there they, and you, helped, you are more it doesn't help when you lost Hawkinson this yeah, game yeah, as, well. as well but the but defensively side it was surprising yeah, as well yeah that's how true good, how good they, 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 they got cooked but like it doesn't the thing with Nick Mullins is like he makes the offense high powered but you're also a high turnover team as well but compared to what Jaron Hall did, you, I, would, I would rather have that. It like, looks like BYU quarterbacks aren't the way to go. That's what it looks like. I guess, like. yeah. <laughs> game of the week, our collective game of the week so is going to be week. Sunday night football, the Buffalo do, Bills. Do you want to pause Pause next week and just get into the Pro Bowl right now? Because it's technically in between. Well, now we, have, now we said it. Now we got to finish it. Okay, cool. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills are versing the Miami Dolphins for the AFC title. East title. So, again, last episode, I'm not going to bring out the thing of the whole playoff breakdowns. You guys could check that out. But on the top of my head, all it is is Miami wins. They get the division. If Buffalo and the, wins. And the two seed. And the two seed. If Buffalo wins, they get the division and the two seed. And um, if not, Buffalo has to do other criteria to make the playoffs if they lose this game. To a chance, like more, which is more likely they're going to be out of the playoff rather than even making it in. But, yeah. Um, again, Miami, this is a revenge game. They lost to the Buffalo Bills. Can you bounce back from that loss? Um, and for Tyreek Hill's unfor- house, unfortunately, went on fire. So hopefully everything is healthy with him. Um, from what I saw, I didn't look into the details too much. But the, yeah, the key is for you guys to um, figure out, can you bounce back from a game like this? This is like, you know, Buffalo, or sorry, not Buffalo. Uh, well, Buffalo is on a four-game win streak themselves. But Baltimore had a tough stretch of three straight games, and they proved it. You have a tough stretch of three straight games. Can you at least come out of it over 500? Yeah. So, which means two and one. Like, you beat one of the good teams. Can you beat another team, a hot team in Buffalo as well? They're a hot team. And uh, 
for a team that's been leading the division for yeah. pretty much every week. The, the good news for Miami is if they lose, they're still in the playoffs. They'll be falling to the sixth seed. Yeah. But this game, like last game, I was like, I know the Bills are bad, right? On the first time they faced, but I, I was confident that the Bills could win that game. This time, it's reverse for me. The Bills are the hot team. Miami is the up and down team. And uh, I think Miami's going to win this one. I just, I don't, this offense is still, the Bills offense is weird. And obviously, I'm going get, to get into it a little bit later on when we see our players to watch. And I'll give you a reason why they have been bad. Well, not like, you know, as you expect it to be. But they've they made games close. Obviously, the 20 one possession game against the Patriots and another one possession game against the Chargers without Justin Herbert or Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. It, it is a little bit concerning there. Um, so we'll see. They both they both have issues. They both have some highs. They both definitely have some lows. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna come down to it. Uh, but I will pick personally Miami. I have Miami winning this game. I, th- I believe in them to bounce back as well so we'll see dude picks this week for last week of family which you have literally the chance well, I gotta to do win them. i gotta do mine too so let me just save that right now as well while i'm speaking but um it's hard to make man like you got carson wentz starting you got um blaine gabbert is that it the for the chiefs i think it's blaine gabbert he's starting i think so yeah uh so you don't even know who's like half these guys are not even playing so it's gonna be tough to make uh the predictions this week yeah you gotta tune into the injury reports for, for the everyone yeah exactly um, but let's move on to our own games of the week. Games okay, to watch. We'll talk about indie first before we go to our own. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about indie because it's still a game to watch. It's, it is a. This is our situation. second collective game of the week. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> this one we just happened to put it second because yeah. hey, we're not going to be too biased, but we still have to be biased. The Indianapolis Colts are facing the Houston Texans. Who would have thought this? We're going to say it again, for a playoff spot on the line and potentially the division championship. According to Yahoo, they're one. Uh, one underdog, one point oh underdogs. I can see that because I do believe the Houston are showing that they're a more complete team. And also, they have their quarterback. We've been playing with our backup the whole year, so and their quarterback has also been hella crazy in CJ Stroud. But yeah, I mean, we'll just recap what we said a little bit. Our keys, the big one combined. Whoever wins the trenches, especially with Indy and how they're built on the O line and D line this year, will win this game. The Falcons won the trenches against Indy, against Colts. Falcons kicked their ass. Bengals did the same thing. We've been on a trajectory where like loss, win, loss, win. Right now we're due for a loss if you're following that pattern. Yeah. But this game will definitely come down to trenches because last week they kept CJ Stroud, uh, Stroud upright, right? And we kept Gardner Minshew upright. Last week we got multiple sacks on Aiden O'Connell. They got multiple sacks and I think a strip sack touchdown on Will Levis. So, and Ryan Tannehill. Because yeah. Levis didn't go hurt. Yeah. And uh, so it will definitely come down to the trenches, like you said last pod. Point number two is also the turnover battle. Last two games, they haven't really had like a pick or a fumble, if I'm not mistaken. I know for sure not in Atlanta. I don't think they got one last week. Oh, Atlanta got interception at the end. There was one interception near the end in Atlanta. It was like a Gardner just threw it up, like. Oh no, I, I'm so, I'm saying like our defense, Indy's defense. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, I don't think yeah. I don't think obviously Atlanta for sure. And yeah, last two games we haven't. And yeah, yeah, last game they didn't, but Indy obviously he didn't throw one either, um, fumble wise. But yeah, not like nothing much to add. It is the battle of the trenches. Can you keep Gardner upright? Can you give enough of a space, which will be tough for JT to get going, because um, he usually gets going for first drive and then last couple of drives that's hey, it. honestly those are times you need to get because he, he does throw the ball a lot yeah. rpo action but again you're facing once upon a time the san francisco 
49er D coordinator in D'Amico Ryans, who is an elite coach now as well, proven. Um, so yeah, that's that's gonna be the key there. Nothing much to say. We're not gonna make a prediction for this game, like we said. We're just gonna enjoy it. As you as can tell, fans. as you can tell, we're <laughs> I'm just fans. glad our soccer game is after this game, so we don't have to like stress Bro, about it during the game. Like honestly, like I've told uh, our mama this, who's who gonna play soccer. I was like. If you see me like crying or in a pissed off mood, you know exactly Bro, why. Bro, and if you are in a pissed off mood, I better see ten goals out of you. <laughs> nah, it might just be like slide tackles and me getting a red card. Oh yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's there. That game, uh, collective game of the week. Sorry, not collective. So um, those are two. Your game of the week. Game to watch. It's the uh, Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers, and I'm gonna throw it out there. We're gonna combine it right now. This is also my upset potential. Uh, like I said before, I know Green. I was uh, the way Chicago has been playing. I will not be surprised if they beat the Green Bay Packers. And I know we had this argument of la- on last episode where um, my reasoning was a little bit off. But uh, because of what happened last year, man, you're your, arguing different team. Your prediction can be right. You just didn't back it up well. So my <laughs> prediction is Chicago will beat. My, this is my game to watch because it also matters. Because I ultimately said C- Seattle Seahawks will make the playoffs, which means Chicago has to win. And uh, the reason why I'm going with Chicago is, again, they're rolling. Division matchup. You have They're motivated. You have... Um, what's his name? Aaron Rodgers saying last year, "Oh, I own you" and stuff, and that carried over to Jordan Love this year. You did get owned the first game, and this is the game for you to prove that. Otherwise, it's in Lambo. I believe last year Detroit beat them in Lambo as well. Did it? Um, simple. It's just also a vibe feeling. Um, I just want to see. Uh, and this is Jordan Love's first time in a. It is a playoff situation at the end of the day for him. Um. It's going to be that type of atmosphere. Let's see if pressure for him uh, makes diamonds or will it build, burst the pipe. Yes. So that's the reason why that's the game to watch. It'll be a fun game to watch as well. And yeah. Game of the week for me. Saints-Falcons. This game, obviously, Falcons have no chance at the wild card. Saints do have a long shot, but we're not going to get to that. It comes down to NFC South. And obviously, a Panthers win over the Buccaneers is looking very highly unlikely. But you never know, because we said this about in Indianapolis Colts two years ago, where they came into Clown Town, Clown Town the worst team in the NFL at that moment, and they choked. It's the same thing here. The Buccaneers have to play the Panthers, the worst team in the NFL. Are they going to choke? We don't know about that. But if they do choke, the Saints-Falcons game becomes a division NF- NFC South championship game. Right, so Saints obviously we were so high on them. We expected honestly, I expected oh, yeah. them to go. I expected them to go six and zero in the division. Yeah, and that has not happened. Falcons do, or did beat the Saints earlier on in the season as well. So this is gonna be, this might have a lot of implications on it. And uh, if the Panthers are whooping the Bucks, it's gonna get that much better. Speaking of the Saints and speaking of the Bears earlier by me, I think Ibrahimovic is most likely gonna stay based on the reports yeah. and. So is Dennis Allen. Iberflus, I could still understand I why. I do not understand Dennis Allen at all. But at Dennis all. Allen. I don't care. Dennis he needs Allen, to be gone. Yeah, Dennis Allen was a disappointment. He needs to be gone. We'll yeah. keep it there. We, we'll, we, that one's more speculation, so we'll see. Yeah, Iberflus, I understand. Down, Dennis Allen, uh, you guys you guys are being idiots. He has to be gone. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, you said you're upset, so I'll just say mine right now. I'm going. I'm putting the Eagles on upset alert. Um, the Giants <laughs> just cause, just cause, you know. Like, Giants are I, motivated. The defense is there. I did. I did this for the Buffalo Bills when they're on their cold stretch, and I'm doing this for the Philadelphia Eagles. Any team is happy to play the Eagles right now. Doesn't matter if you're the Panthers. Doesn't matter if you're the freaking not 49ers or Ravens, and the Giants. They made it a close game against the Rams. Yeah, a high flying team 
a team on a streak with the Rams. Obviously, last time in Lincoln Financial Field in Philly, the Giants had a lead going into the fourth quarter two weeks ago. Yeah. Right? So that is also another factor as well. So I'm just putting the Eagles on upset alert. Obviously, the loss is not going to affect them just because they're going to stay in the same spot. But if you're an Eagles, if you're the Eagles players, Eagles fans, you better hope for a win. And uh, we're going to move on to our last thing. Player to watch. Player to keep an eye on. Mason Rudolph. For you. Because, you know, he's the starter now. Kenny Pickett's actually healthy. Mason Rudolph helped them win the last two games. Can he do that again and help him get in the playoffs? He's been there for a while. We remember the whole Miles Garrett situation that yeah. happened a couple of years ago. The team that, you know, who, the Steelers team that's still above uh, 500 again for, I think it was 16, 17 years in a 17 row 17 years in a row. Pretty much all of Tomlin's career as a head coach with the Steelers. So, yeah, uh, Mason Rudolph's the team to watch. Can he help him make a run, at, at least give him a win to have a chance at the playoff spot? My player to watch, and I have a bone to pick with this player, because he has not showed up for the last two months, and it has hurt my fantasy team. Stephon Diggs, what the hell are you doing? Are you playing football? I don't know what you're doing. Because every time I tune into a Bills game, I'm hearing Khalil Shakir, I'm hearing... Dalton Kincaid, I'm hearing James Cook. Uh, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. I ain't hearing your name. So I don't know if you're just freaking running suicides or something, but you haven't done shit. He's also labeled as the one last of the two bad games. first round picks, which is your first round pick. Bro, my wide, he was my only good wide receiver yeah. because Calvin Ridley himself been up and down. Yeah. And then he fell off. I had no wide receivers on my team. <laughs> and on top of that, Saquon Barkley and Josh Jacobs have been terrible Nine themselves. Injured. But yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the fantasy out of it. Stephon Diggs needs to step up because we all know this offense. Yes, they're on a four-game win streak, but this offense has not been clicking at the same rate as it always was. And that is because their number one wide receiver is not producing at the same rate he was earlier on in the season and just his whole entire Buffalo career. Yeah, um, that's it for the That's this? it for the superlatives. Yeah, so again, like I said, we're not going to talk our predictions and stuff. We talked about it last episode, so just check that out um, based on what the seedings and how the playoffs um, are going to go out. But before we get to the Pro Bowl, let's talk draft very quickly. One, before I tell you who is now, um, who announced that he's going to be eligible, what's the word? Uh, Yeah, like declare. That's the word, right? Declare. Declare. Sorry, yeah, declare. Declare. did you know that this year's quarterbacks that are going to potentially be drafted are older than, or at least the same age? Yeah. Older yeah, than yeah. That, this year's quarter, last year's quarterbacks? I saw that. So, like, Michael Penix, Bo Nix are both 24. Um, Caleb Williams is just 22. Anthony Richardson just turned 22 this year. CJ Stroud himself is 22. Bryce Young's 23. So, th- those guys there. So, Penix, Nix, um, Jaden Daniels, I think, is like in the middle. They're like 24 well. and 23. 23 yeah. and 24, so the, yeah. <laughs> the age is definitely different. It's kind of like when I uh, think Trevor, not Trevor, uh, Lamar is younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. So that that as well was just hilarious. But I just wanted to throw that out there. But the other thing is one of the top players of this draft uh, who will fall just because of his position most likely, but let's see, is Brock Bowers. He's officially declared for the NFL draft. Probably, arguably, the second, ar- you could argue that he's the second best weapon after Marvin Harrison Jr. offensively. He, he is. Um, he, he was. Is. He, could, yeah. he could have argued either or until this year his injuries caught up to um, to Brock. But then Marvin Harrison obviously went crazy as well. So, yeah, they're like arguably the one and two pass catching weapons in the draft. I know there's Malik Neighbors. I know there's um, Cleon Coleman and all these yeah. guys. But, yeah, so Brock Bowers, let's see where he goes. Brock Bowers. Top 10. Projected top 10. I will guarantee he'll go top 15. I don't think anyone is going to pass up on him too much but 
top 10 pick is it should be Brock Bowers. And uh, honestly, a lot of teams could use a pass catcher like that. Okay, so let's get to the Pro Bowl side of things. So do you have the save? Because I couldn't find it. I have it no. open. I, I okay, purposely good. did not click it. I saw a couple of posts. I know you reacted to it. And you said that you're going to be annoyed with certain things. Bro, what the heck, dude? <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Whatever. Let's continue on. He, um, he, changed, he changed the Lakers. He changed the yeah, Raptors the game. Yeah, but the game ended. Game. <laughs> All right. So I don't care. But yeah, let's continue. We'll talk about NBA after this. Um, So AFC offense, let's see this. Tua Tagovailoa as a starter. Disagree with that off the bat immediately. Um, it should be Lamar Jackson, who at least made it. Um, And uh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Those are three I, I'm not thinking. Let me just process. I saw a name that's missing. Uh, Raheem Mostert's your starting running back. James Cook, Derek Henry. Don't have too many issues with that. Um, don't have. Yeah, don't really have too many issues with that. Yeah, not really. Uh, I don't know about a fullback. So it's Alec Ingold. Alec Ingold's one. Wide of the receiver best. starters: Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper. Cooper starting is a surprise. That's recency blinds. Uh, Keenan Allen and Jamar Chase round that out. That that's fair. That uh, is fair. Travis Kelsey starting tight end. Uh, yeah. With David Njoku there. Yeah. As the backup, I guess. Yeah. I guess just because there's no other tight end. <laughs> uh, Laramie Tunsil, Dion Dawkins, uh, Teron Armstead are the tackles. Uh, the starting guard based on this because asterisk is Quentin Nelson. Thankfully, because his voting was terrible, yeah. so the fans don't know much about Indy. Clearly, exactly. Uh, Joel Batonio, not surprised. Joe Thune, not surprised. Creed Humphrey, not surprised. Uh, and then Tyler Lind- Linderbaum, not, so surprised, not surprised. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only one you could consider is Ryan Kelly, but he has been injured. Yes. Um, especially with like I guess you could argue like why are there two Chiefs because he was kind of struggling. Uh, yeah. So himself. Before we go into the next wrestle, let's let's just yeah let's go quick, to the quick, AFC quick, offense. Quick, right quick, here. quickly bone. Okay, we both agree. Lamar I told Jackson. You, I told you I had two issues with the AFC. What? And I'll share two of them? them. Lamar Jackson is not a considered a starter. Yeah. That was one of them. How is your favorite to win MVP? Not a starting Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah. That. I, I can't explain that to you guys. Like, I genuinely don't know. It's like logic. I don't know if it's like fan. I don't know if I'm missing something. Like, it's just fan vote or something. Like, you fan vote the starter or whatever it is for quarterbacks only. I don't know. But how is your favorite MVP, favorite to win MVP, not your starting quarterback? Yeah, no, it makes no sense. It doesn't matter if he plays it or not. This is just the votes, right? And obviously, this matters in terms of contracts so and, and incentives and all that. So that's why it's a, kind of a big deal. But... My question to you is, Josh Allen over Tua and Patrick Mahomes agree or disagree? Or not over, I'm okay. sorry. Okay, Tua is in for sure. Patrick Mahomes? I know we got him because of his name. But get him, get him out of there. Get him out of there? Josh Allen? He should. Stays out. Oh. CJ Stroud is my third quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I knew I was missing someone. CJ Stroud is my third quarterback. And I was honestly, I had a moment in time, and it's not just me. Everyone had it. Where CJ Stroud could have been MVP. Yeah. You still could have argued it if you want. <laughs> yeah. CJ Stroud. If they make it. CJ Stroud is a Pro Bowl quarterback over Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. That was that was my second issue with Any this. Any other quarterback on this that I could think of? Gardner Minshew. No. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> CJ Stroud. So CJ Stroud. No one in Pittsburgh and Burrow injury. Yeah. So yeah. So, so honestly, you're both of those guys Honestly, honestly, Joe Flacco's ahead of Patrick Mahomes. i'm sorry he has not been good this year yeah obviously yes it has a lot of reason to do with his wide receivers and his uh pass catchers and uh i don't care cj Stroud should be in over patrick Mahomes. okay so 
Yes, you just should be in. Okay, that, I agree with that. Anyone else you have an issue with? I'm no, so I, everything else I'm fine with. Michael all Pittman Jr. over uh, Mari Cooper, or obviously Jr. that's probably another one we could argue. That's also being us being slightly biased. Yeah, um, and also I can see why they put Amari Cooper just because of his recency bias. Jamar uh, Chase. He's still because he was he's, injured. I don't know how long he was injured for. It's like a week or two. Okay. Nothing big. All right, so yeah, nothing, nothing much there. I think. Okay, let's go because I have an issue with the, the, the defense. We have. So. I have one. On the offense, though? No, on the defense. Oh, okay. Sorry. I have two, but yeah. Uh, NFC offense. Uh, let's defense, just stick with the offense. Or NFC offense, yeah. Let's just go with the NFC offense. Uh, Brock Purdy's your starter, Matthew Stafford, and Dak Prescott. That's fair. Uh, that is You fair. could argue Jared Goff. You can, but Stafford went on a heater. Yeah, he did. And, and I'm co- just saying you could argue Jared Goff. You could Goff. argue Jared Jalen Goff. Jalen Hurts, thankfully, is not on this Jared, list. Yeah, no Jalen Hurts. Jared Goff is probably like your fourth. Fourth okay. rank. Would you argue a Baker? No. Just having an opportunity. He's behind all four of them. Okay. Um, like, he's an alternative. Like, if yeah, he gets yeah, in, yeah, yeah I, I could see that. But Okay, Brock Purdy is a starter. Agree with that? Or do you yes. think it should be Doc? I think it's Brock Purdy. Okay, just because of that one game. Of the oh, yeah, game. exactly. <laughs> uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously a lock there. DeAndre Swift, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams deserves it. DeAndre Smith, obviously. DeAndre Swift has had an, a good year himself. And we already know McCaffrey. And then what other running backs are there? I think there was a couple. In the NFC. David Montgomery? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. But he's also missed a couple games as well. I think David Montgomery has... Or he has a shout. Or Gibbs. One of the two. No, movies. it's Montgomery. Gib- um, Gibbs is not. Kamara? Nah. I know I he missed the first four. I don't think this is his first three. Oh, and the first three, I mean. Nah, I don't think he did. I don't think he... Just because of that as well. Okay. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk. Nothing surprised there. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um... Wide receiver, starters, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown. No issues. Mike Evans, Puka Nakua. No issues. Is there someone that could have been potentially in there? Potentially in there? Off the top of my head, I can't really think of one. Because um, I, can't, I can't pull up the teams, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I can't really... I'll just quickly check. We'll check the teams. But I'll, I'll name the rest. That's the rest, that. yeah. George Kittle's your starter over Sam Laporta. I, I think it could be flipped. It could be flipped. I think uh, that one should be flipped. I don't have too many issues compared to like... Stroud and Mahomes or like the Lamar and Tua thing, but I could I could see I could see a big flip. I could see it being still. I'm thinking they both should be in. I'm not saying yeah, yeah, yeah. But T.J. Hawkinson, did he have a shout? Yeah, but he's not gonna participate. That's well, all I know, but like still vote. Oh he, yeah, you still give him the thing just because they're not gonna participate doesn't mean you don't so give I him the shout. Oh, Arnold. <laughs> Partici- well, like, oh, again, yeah. contract incentives. Yeah, so Hawkinson, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Penisul. Yeah. Zach Martin, Chris Lindstrom, and Landon Dickerson. Yeah. Jason Kelsey's a starter with Frank Regno as a backup there. Yeah. Not much to say. I don't know O-line too much. Like NFC is fine. Um, in my I guess, yeah. Like any receivers, though. I all feel like I'm missing one. I mean, DK, I don't think he's... I don't think he gets in over all those guys. I think all four of those guys have better years than DK. DJ Moore is a shout, but it's been up and down for him as well. But no, all those four have been the four best receivers. Okay. Uh okay, you AFC defense. Miles Garrett, Max Crosby's your starter. Uh, Trey Hendrickson finishes off there. That's the fair. defensive end. That's fair. That's fair. D- that's, that's good. D lineman Chris Jones, Quentin Williams, and Jason Madubuke. Okay. Or just yeah, Madubuke. Justin, sorry, Madubuke. Madubuke deserves to be in there. Okay, I I, was, uh, I think. 
Wait, we'll finish it off. Okay, fine. <laughs> outside linebacker, TJ Watt and Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack made it. Totally. He had an incredible year. Uh, Josh, the fact that the Chargers were bad is crazy then. Josh Allen, the obviously yeah. the, the defensive guy from the Jaguars. Inside linebacker, Patrick Queen, but Rokans was a starter. Cornerback, Sauce Garner, Patrick Sertan. Just stack cornerbacks. Um, ASC has some stack cornerbacks. Cornerback, also Jalen Ramsey made it after being injured for like you four years. Yeah, Denzel games. Ward, Jalen Ramsey, Sauce Gardner, and Patrick Sertan. So you said Denzel Ward. Then it was Minka and Justin Simmons Yeah. with Kyle Hamilton off there. That's fair. Safety-wise, yeah. It's, everything is cornerbacks, good. DNs, good. Safeties, good. Outside linebackers, good. Inside linebacker and D tackle, however, we are going to be biased. Okay, so. Or I am. I don't know about you. I am too. Patrick Queen, you can have both, right? Roquan, 100% How, okay. starter. We'll get this out of the way. Roquan, 100% starter, agree with. 100% in the Pro Bowl, agree with. Zaire Franklin is leading the league in tackles. Missed one game while, while still leading. And missed one game. He is a Pro Bowler. This year. And uh, obviously, he has been the leader of the defense. Deservedly so, should be in the Pro Bowl. I have more of a My case. Buddy has a I have point. more of a case for Zaire Franklin than I do for Michael Pittman. But Buddy had a good point as well. This could hurt Zaire, depending on how many tackles he gets this weekend. There's still one more week left. So, why is the voting going on now? Why yeah, is the voting finished now, right? Because I understand players rest, but like you got players like the Colts. Who might have to turn on a heater defensively? I guess Zaire Franklin has a career performance in the biggest game of the season. Yeah, like why? Why, why is he, he not? not why is he an alternate? Yeah. Right. So yeah, I have an issue with that one, and I have an issue with DeForest Buckner not being in there. Chris Jones, sure. Matabike, good. He has a career year. Give him his credit. Yeah. Quinton Williams, yes, he's a good player, but. Their team sucked. Okay. Their team sucked. I know it's not because of you. Yeah, it's not because of you. But Buckner was really good, and it helped his team. So he has two things where you have one thing. Yeah. So that's my case there. Yeah, so those two, I, I agree with that. I think those two guys should have been in no matter what, along with Quentin Nelson. I think those were the three. I agree with the backup or the alternatives in Ryan Kelly and Michael Pittman Jr. I thought an alternate could have also been... Uh, one of their DNs, probably Samson Embuham. Yeah. I probably, probably also would have yeah. had Julian Blackman. And those are the only plus. No one else really in the offensive side no. this year. But defensively, yes. Those guys are the only ones. But um, any other surprises in the NFC or AFC offense? No. Defense, sorry. No. Let's move on to NFC defense. All right. Nick Bosa and Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat is a lock because he's leading two teams in sacks. Yes. For them. Not against them. For them. Yeah, yeah. You heard that right. Because of the he's trade. He's leading the Commanders in sacks, and he's leading the Bears in sacks. Keep in mind, he left the Commanders during the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, Aiden Hutchinson finishes that one out. Aaron Donald makes it. Dexter Lawrence with Javon Hargrave. Yeah. Is there another D-tackle that I'm missing here? I mean, I'm not putting any of the Eagles ones in just because their defense has been terrible right? lately. Okay. Micah Parsons, Daniil Hunter, Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner. Well, Bobby Wagner is second in. Yeah, So yeah. the second guy made it, but not the first guy. Exactly. Deron <laughs> um, Bland. I mean, he made sixes. He made history. Charverius Ward. Yeah. Devin Niners. Witherspoon made it. Niners number one quarterback. A uh, cornerback. Devin Witherspoon made it. Yeah. Jalen Johnson made it. Jalen Johnson. 
People yeah. hate this one. This is the one that I saw a lot of thing for. So Julian Love made it and Jesse Bates made it. No issues with that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buda Baker's a starter. They thought it should have been Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield is the starter. He's the guy. He's still in the box, or is he? Yeah, yeah. 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 Antoine Winfield is the starter. They're right. The people are right. Yeah. Because they look, they looked at Buddha stats. It's like zero, 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 and zero. Yeah, I know. People are right. Antoine Winfield over Buddha Baker for sure. Oh, that's special teams. Um, but yeah. Uh, NFC. I, I really have no issues with the NFC side. Except for that one. Yeah, except for that one. Yeah, so Buddha Baker should have not made it. Okay, AFC special teams, AJ Cole's your punter. Yeah, obviously. Justin Tucker. Obviously. Marvin Mims. Yeah. This hard game, I don't I can't say too much. Miles Kilbrew and Ross Matzik. Lo- yeah, Ross Matzik's your long snapper. NFC special teams, your punter is Brian Anger. Your kicker is Brandon Aubrey. Oh, <laughs> he yeah. He hasn't missed one. 100%. Rashid Shahid is your kick returner. Yeah. Jalen Reeves Mabin is your um, ST. Just like a special teams guy. Oh, right. yeah. And then Andrew uh, DePola. As a long snapper. Long snapper. So, not can't too, not comment too much about that. Justin Tucker. Should have not been. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, um, not Giga Rod. I'm just kidding. No, he didn't. But yeah, so those are the pro bowlers. We already stated our... Uh, obviously, we're going to be slightly biased. But at the same time, we're not with the Buda Baker one. As much as I like Buda Baker myself. You could tell that some of it, this is popularity. For sure, over oh, some yeah. guys. Like, there's a name factor to it. Yeah. Like, Zaire Franklin, obviously... Is not as big of a name as Bobby Wagner is, so that's probably the factor there. Not saying Bobby Wagner doesn't deserve it. I'm saying that Zaire Franklin should have been in. <laughs> that's that's my own point. But um, yeah, so let's leave it there for the NFL. Let's get right into the NBA. Um, just you want to start off with some recaps. You want to talk about trade scenarios? Yeah, we'll go trade scenarios. Okay, so obviously we after the Raptors trade, the trade talks have been buzzing. Couple of team players. Obviously, we'll talk about Pascal Siakam because he's the biggest name according to Woj right now, especially for Indiana. Um, you see Zach Levine's name linked to the Lakers. I saw. Um, you saw. I saw Mikael Bridges' name today. So apparently, Nets confirmed that Mikael Bridges will not be traded, which I disagree with. I think Mikael Bridges is not a number one. Even you could arguably say he's not even a number two on a championship team. He's probably the like he's an elevated number three. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's a number two. Yeah. Yeah. At I all, agree right? with that. So. He's like that number three option if you want at the most. He could fit that his role perfectly. Like he is that top level role player, I guess. Like if essentially if you're um any team you want Mikel Bridges, OG Ananobi, these type of guys on your team. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So but the difference is Mikel Bridges has a little bit more of a bag than OG, right? That's it. Uh, so that one's out of the picture, but I dis- I do disagree with it because you could get a haul for him still. You definitely could get a haul. I believe for you him. could still get a haul for him. But um, yeah, we the big one is Pascal Siakam. So let's go. With that, that is the biggest one. And the Siakam, obviously, we have the Pacers being one of the favorites. We have so Matt. right now the three teams mentioned are the Mavericks, yeah, the Pacers, and the Hawks, and the Hawks, and then the teams that were thrown in there were Dallas, which well, Dallas are you thrown in there? Sorry, um, Sacramento, yeah, Brooklyn today, and then obviously we had OKC in there, and I think I had one more team, but Warriors, yeah, the Warriors, but yeah, so obviously Indiana, the team that you would wish you would would get traded to. Yeah, um, I think Indiana provides one of the better packages, even though I did see a one that I loved. We'll talk about the Brooklyn one yeah. in a second. Well, I love from Brooklyn. The indie one is this. You're not getting both Benedict Mather and Jairus Walker. The reason is you don't have, Toronto does not have the leverage for that, unless Indiana's desperate. All right? That's my point. Though, So the, when that trade comes out, don't be pissed that you guys didn't get like five first or three first oh, okay, or whatever. Yeah. On top of getting yeah. Benedict Mather and Jairus Walker. You're probably getting Obi Toppin. 
which means you're probably getting Benedict Matherin, in my opinion. And then to salary fill, you might have to throw in like a Buddy Heald or a TJ McConnell. One of the two. And that will be for Siakam and whoever else hey you man, want to throw in. If that's your offer, there is a better one in the Brooklyn Nets. If this is offered. If you agree with that. If this is a... I like this. I still like the Indy one more. You like over the mock trade for the Brooklyn one? Say, say it again. All right. So the Indy one is obviously the ones you mentioned. The mock trade for Brooklyn is Siakam, Schroeder, Otto Porter to Brooklyn for Ben Simmons, which is obviously starting off bad. <laughs> two first round picks. But the, here are two that I love. Nicholas Claxton and Cameron Thomas. So here's the thing. I like it, so I'm not going to hate that one either. Yeah. The thing with Claxton is you need to trade Jakob Pertl ASAP. <laughs> yeah, no, but like you have a center that fits his timeline. Yeah. Right? Fits Scotty's timeline. He's 24. Cam Thomas is 22. So, and obviously you you arguing this year that you, it could have been Cam Thomas leading the way or it could have been Mikael Bridges leading the way this year. And they both had their moments up and down, obviously. Cam Thomas had some couple 40-point games this year. And Nicholas Claxton, just a classic big, um, get, getting rebounds, obviously rim protecting, and uh, will be a, he's a good defensive big, and he's young. Yeah. We're trying to get young, and seeming by the, assessing the OG trade, they don't want to, Raptors don't really want to get first round picks. They want to get like some established young players or players that have shown some potential. But they need a first from this year, for sure. Yeah, that's true. If they can get one. Yeah, obviously. With, with Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> like, we better get ben a Ben Simmons might not get a report of Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but no. They're, like, they're looking for players that are, have shown potentials, shown some up and downs, a.k.a. RJ Barrett, or have shown, like, they're going to progress really well, like, uh, quickly. And they're going to look for those type of players. Brooklyn has two of them. Yeah. So, it depends. Like, obviously, they probably want to keep... Because they want to keep Mikel Bridges... Again, don't think they're going to m- move much of a needle with Pascal Siakam and uh, Mikel Bridges as your one and two options. That's just m- my opinion. Yeah, that's um, true. But the thing, uh, let's talk about... Now, that's, those are some of the trades. Um, like I said, Zach Levine is linked as well to the Lakers, which makes sense because we're 17-17 and 17 right now, and we need type st- some type of scoring as well. But um, moving off of that, though, let's talk about the MVP race. I still think it's Embiid for obvious reasons, because of what he's doing. I know he's been injured, though, so that's the thing that will hurt him. Um, the thing is, how close is Shea Gilgis-Alexander? Just to, just, to remi- just to tell everybody, he beat the Nuggets twice, he beat the Timberwolves, and he beat the Boston Celtics. Keep in mind, Boston Celtics have two of the uh, all-defensive players in Drew Holiday, Derek White. Dropped zero turnovers on them. He had obviously not only zero turnovers, thirty six points. He went head well. to head with the MV arguable best player in the league right now, and, and uh, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, and then you went against the number best, the best defense in the league, uh, or one of the top defenses in, in the league Timberwolves. in Minnesota, and beat him. Hey. And who were the best team in the, in the conference? Um, this guy's been on a heater. This guy's been killing it. He's been one of the most fun players to watch team in, in the general. NBA this year, and the team in general. Um. They honestly, he, I, he's propelled. He's propelled into a superstar. And uh, uh, okay, again, obviously, I yes, obviously, you, you're gonna see playoffs, but we can't, we can't blame him for not making it as well. I know, I know. I'm saying yeah, this no. year it will but officially put it there. He is very close. Yeah, he's very he close. Very, I'm not saying that. He is very, I'm not giving very him a close. Superstar, superstar tag. You ask yet. how close they are. He is this close. 
for he's me, it's just close. a playoff performance away, playoff series performance away. He could be out in the first round for all I care about because they're still a young team if they don't make any moves. Yeah, we're not. We're not. As long as he does what Luca did in his first two years in the playoffs, first one or two years in the playoffs, Shea's up there then. Oh, yeah. 100%. I have no, I'm not hating on but a Canadian. How <laughs> I just need to see it in a playoff setting. That's can it. Can he be the MVP? Yeah. Can he be the MVP? Yes. He is he's number, number two. two. He is number two. If this team finishes one or two in the d- league, which they're on pace for, yes. And. They keep going at this rate. Yeah, he's MVP. Probably going to be an MVP. And I think they're on a... It's between him and Embiid right now. I think now. they're on a five or six game when he's Yeah, and again, four of them are against the teams I just named. Exactly. Uh, three teams I just named. But, yeah, so this team, I really hope they make a move for someone. Again, I, I see why they don't, probably don't want it this year, just because they want to just test out what they could, what they have and just go run with it. Sure, I won't be mad at that. Offseason, at the minimum, please go get a guy. You could partner with Shea. Whether he be a one A one B situation, he could be. Shea could if Shea's your one B, you're winning a chip. Oh yeah. Like if someone like hypothetically when Kevin Durant, I'm not saying Kevin Durant. I'm saying when Kevin Durant was available, and he wanted to come back to OKC to make amends, then in that case, yeah, he would be a one B, obviously. But it's not like that's insane, that's <laughs> right? Insane. So insane. either I'm not even saying that get or get back Paul, a guy like Paul George, a guy like Paul George. I'm not saying Paul George will come back. Yeah, yeah. Just a guy like that. Where you're still 1A and he could be 1B, sure. You will probably win a championship in a couple of years with how this team is going, with how Chet is progressing, who's rookie of the year favorite right now. Yeah. Uh, just because, again, I'm giving him the edge over Wemby. Look at this positioning. And hey, he's man. One of the reasons. My boy, Hame Hawkes Jr. He's number three. <laughs> is in the conversation the right as well. Now. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, those three rookies are definitely the top three rookies. Chet is the favorite as well. I agree with you. And OKC has finished the rebuild. The one thing, though, is OKC, I don't want you to go deep this year. Because uh, Team Canada needs that shit. So, <laughs> you can oh, at the Olympics. Only yeah. this year, though. At the, at the Olympics. And the Olympics are <laughs> earlier than the World Cup. That is true. Olympics <laughs> That's the only time you don't have to go deep with Shea. That's it. We need Unless Shea still plays. That's a different story. But yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Shea better play. If, if yeah. Shea's not playing, we're cooked. Canada's cooked. Yeah. We're cooked. But, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I think you could argue Shea as MVP. Oh, 100%. Right? 100% so agree with you. There's no, no debate there. There's um, no Canadian bias. The guys. issue is, like, like Luca hasn't one been as healthy as Shea has been to even like here and I don't Honestly, know if Luke, I don't know if Luca's ever been in his top two if I, I could be wrong completely yeah. wrong this on the top of my head but I, he hasn't really been there to to win it and also because Jokic had insane years as well which hurt him but in this case like it's I mean it's Embiid and Shea yeah and right now I think it's Embiid and Shea you could throw in Jokic third but yeah yeah uh, right now I think it's Embiid and Shea and everyone else yeah like it's a two man race in my opinion right now at this moment yeah, yeah. Um, Pay attention. Recaps, though. Sorry. Lakers are shit. Stop watching <laughs> them. <laughs> uh, recaps, though, very quickly. Um, Bradley Beal is back. So the trio is there and they're looking good. Yeah, they do. Um, they definitely need a healthy On the flip side, the Clippers are like the Buffalo Bills of the NBA right now, which is why I won't be... I'm not... Good thing. They didn't scare me now. They don't scare me now to not pick them to go to the finals, at least this year. Um, I mean the Lakers, the Clippers are beating the Suns by like twenty, and uh, James Harden has been uh, definitely a great addition, I guess. Yeah. Um, he actually looks happy, which is surprising. And he's playing. Uh, he's playing. He's playing well. He's fit into that thing well. Obviously, Westbrook is coming off the bench now. Kawhi is back to being Kawhi. Paul George is doing Paul George things, and like on paper, like I'm always gonna pick the Clippers to be like a Western Conference finalist. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I think this team could beat the Nuggets now the way they're actually rolling. This is what I this is what a team this is how you project a team to be with stars. And this is what Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's back now. 
I think it's been this is the second game back or third game back. Yeah. But, so that's the key thing. And Kawhi was hooping before he yeah, went down exactly. as well. Um, yeah, on the flip side, like I said, the disappointing teams are the Lakers and the Warriors at the moment. Ja obviously just lost to the Raptors, the 2-0 new But he has definitely made an impact. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, he was missed. Flipping over to the east side. The Magic are still top five. They're still top five, but they're, they're but lower. They're yeah. dropping slowly. Slowly, slowly dropping. Slowly dropping. So uh, you could still see him coming out of the playoff mix. Maybe a play-in still. Obviously. Stay or, okay, so you said when, when we last time did the game stay or drop. Yeah. You said they will stay in that area. Yeah, I guess. Are you sticking with that? Uh, pro- Probably not. <laughs> because uh, I, see three, I see like freaking four teams at 19 wins. Because you have the, the, moment. the Knicks got better with OG on an OG. Yeah, the, the Knicks are definitely gonna. Oh, uh, you have a fit, like you have a proper roster fit in OG. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the Heat are there. Um, the Cavs. Obviously, they're very unhealthy right now without Garland and Mobley. So if they could get those guys back, I could see them going to run as well. And uh, if you said the Raptors, uh, you, know, you didn't say the Raptors will finish sixth, but oh yeah, you did say like for the potential for them to finish sixth, that's the team that has to drop. But yeah, and then same thing with the Pacers. Stay or drop? Pacers staying. They're staying top six? Pacers staying. Okay. Um, the Pistons. Are they back on another losing streak? Uh, let's see. We got to see that. They're still on a one-game losing streak. So it's still the last one. That okay, yeah. Lost. So they haven't really played. They're playing game. right now, and they are playing the Jazz, and they're down three okay. in the third quarter. So, so potentially. another 28-game losing streak incoming for the Detroit Pistons. Potentially. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, congrats to them. Obviously, yeah, the bottom three, I think, are locked. <laughs> Back to the West, though? I, don't, I think the bottom three are locked in the East with yeah. the Hornets, Wizards, and the yeah, Pistons. Yeah, that's, that's how bad it is. Yeah. But the West, there's jumps now. Dallas has dropped to the playing spot. Pelicans yeah. are on the rise. They are. Ever since the, when the Lakers beat them in the NCAA tournament, they've been killing it since. They have been. And obviously, it comes down to with Zion, Zion being on the court. Finally, he's doing something. I don't know what he's doing exactly, but... Whatever he's doing, but the problem with working. the Pelicans is it's always a matter of time before someone. Oh, gets oh yeah, hundred percent. Right, so it's already happened to CJ McCollum. Yeah, and uh, and that one's not even on him. Yeah, but uh, let's go, let's move on. MLB, is there anything? Nothing in the MLB. Uh, still the boring old off season after the, the only thing is Otani the news. Jays are saying they might not make any more moves, which is pissing me off. But we're not going to get into that today. Exactly, and uh, we'll go quickly into the hockey side. All right, let's start off with the World Juniors. Yeah, um, Canada. Have been upset, lost by Czech, lost to Czechia in the quarterfinals. Um, so they're officially out. There'll be a new champion this year. Switzerland, apparent. I didn't watch the game. Like I said, I don't really pay attention to the World Juniors till I guess the semis and the finals, which I'll try my best to because the Canucks players I mean, the are involved. Ga- the games are in the morning. That's the thing. <laughs> That's kind of um, tough. The thing is, from what I heard, Switzerland got robbed uh, against Sweden. Sweden ended up winning that game three two in overtime. Hey, surprise! Is there a surprise? Sweden's a Sweden has home court. Or home ice. Home ice, yeah. Because Switzerland came back and made a two-two, by the way. Exactly. So it was the kind of it was. I guess you could say it was similar to what happened to Canada Czechia game. Yeah, Canada. Czechia blew the two-nothing lead, but yeah. ended up losing last. Czechia, um, buzzer beater basically, and over Canada. Making so it the semifinals now are Sweden, Czechia, USA, Finland, which is gonna be fun. It's gonna be so. It could, we could have had the four. If we could have won. a Sweden Finland final in Sweden. Yeah, which is gonna that, be insane. That would be bang. That'll, yeah, we could have had the bang. four teams that should have been yeah. in, in. But um, nothing much to say from what I'm hearing with, from a Canucks perspective. Is the three players are doing well. Willander, Willander, Lekromaki. Who's Lekromaki is leading the team in deep ice time? I think it's, uh, at least from defenseman for sure. You mean Willander? 
No, like uh, sorry. Uh, Lack Lack is a forward. No, Pedersen. Pedersen. Okay, yeah. Pedersen. And then Pedersen Junior. Not <laughs> Junior. <laughs> it's a state Pedersen. But, DPD. Uh, DPD. As Craig, uh, 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 Chris Faber put it. Yeah, DPD. Um, but Will Anderson as well. well too. So the rumor is with the Canucks very quickly before we get off the topic, um, is Willander will probably stay in Boston University for one more year, and Let's the other two. Pedersen should come to AHL this season, yeah. this AHL season, and they're trying to push Lakiramaki to come in as well to start learning the, um, North, the American. North American game. And he's because he proved it in Sweden that like he can play. It was yeah. just the injuries and the sicknesses he had last two years. In his first year, yeah. But speaking of the NHL, Greg Oshinsky, friend of the show, I love saying that, friend of uh, the show. dropped uh, another article on ESPN, which is the. The awards watch, awards so watch, like yeah. you mentioned on our on our podcast when we had him on last time, that he gets the voters on to vote certain things. Canucks fans will enjoy this, but like very quickly, Art Ross leader right now is Nikita Kucherov at sixty one points, Nathan McKinnon fifty eight, or Timmy Panarin has fifty. Uh, sorry, that's the longer shot to win, but those are the guys yeah, to yeah. watch out. Uh, Rockish our leader right now is Austin Matthews at twenty nine. Watch out for Nikita Kucherov at twenty six. Uh, longer shot uh, is Brock Besser at twenty four. Um, I'm not going to go through all of this. Check out this article. I should not be spoiling this for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one I do want to talk about is, oh, the Canucks that are involved are Quinn Hughes is still or the Norris. Norris leader. Demko yeah. is still the leader in Vesna. Vesna. And it's still Rick Tockett, not John Tortorella. I guess because the Canucks are who, also who, top three. Who is their uh, top three in coaching? I, I want to know this. Coach? Because, yeah. Uh, well, he didn't, say, like, he didn't say top three. Like I just said Rick Tockett? No, it, it, it says like longer shot. Watch out for, and then the current leader. Yeah, what what are what are the three? What are the coaches? Like, tell me the coaches, because I'm really interested in the coaches. Peter Laviolette and John Tortorella are the finalists. Okay, oh, um, so this one did. Obviously, happen. we're gonna comment about the Winnipeg Jets later on. Yeah, and we think that Rick Bonus should be in that conversation as well. Yeah, as uh, we'll move on. Are we want to go to Jets right now? No, no. Let's let me oh, finish no, off. I want to talk about this. Who do you think yeah. he has as the heart? So stay tuned for the Jets part because who do you think is the heart? Yeah, one sec. Stay tuned for the Jets one, just because yeah. we're going to talk about them. Yeah, Because yeah. they're not talking about us. But yeah, Hart winner. Who is the Hart leader? Yes. Um, this is also, we need to try to watch more hockey as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So this true. is our way to like get us intrigued to watch more. His finalist... I think it's Kucherov. His finalist is Quinn Hughes and Nikita Kucherov. His finalist, Rick. Okay. It's Nathan McKinnon. He took over the reins of who's the better player on the team in <laughs> McCarr McKinnon. Um... Again, check out the other options, the Selkie and all that. Uh, we'll link it down below um, for uh, the Greg Wyshynski article on ESPN. But yeah, Nathan McKinnon. I heard, I've been hearing that he's been back, proving why he's the second best player in um, hockey. Colorado, after McDavid. Colorado is fourth in the league at the moment. And uh, with uh, Landeskog being out for the whole year, you needed McKinnon. You need... No real proper second, yeah, third line, fourth. As well. Players. And you need McKinnon. You need Rantanen. And you yeah. need McCarr. Since the last voting, he picked it up, which is why he got the votes. And he's obviously second in points now. I don't think he ever won the heart. I'm, I could be wrong about that. I don't think he did. Um, so this is definitely a motivating year for him as well. But yeah, so shout out. I love Nathan McKinnon. I said that. I've been saying that he's the second best player in hockey after McDavid. Even when the Matthews went on a tear on his goals, I still think he's a better player. And he's proving me right right now. Um... On the flip side, though, the thing I was, what was going to talk about? The Norris, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I asked. Yeah. So, sticking with hockey, because I said McDavid is the best player in the league, but sticking with Canadian, exp- uh, uh, especially because we did talk about the other Canadian involved. Who's the second best current form, not all time, Canadian athlete right now? 
Shea. It is Shea. You have honestly, him over Crosby. You have him over McKinnon. Yes. Um. Honestly, like if you're looking at this year specifically, this year specifically, the current moment, the like current this form. year specifically, current form, current form. Yeah. She is outperforming what Connor McDavid has done. Yeah. Yeah. So I could even argue she is number one. Okay, well, to be fair... But to be still, fair, we'll respect Connor. I'm McDavid. not saying this year. That's why I said current yeah, yeah, yeah. form. That's but we'll respect... Con- oh, current form-ish. Okay, well, McDavid recent has form. Up. Recent okay, yeah. form. If you're, if you're looking at like recent last, form. last couple of years, <laughs> yeah. McDavid is number one. Yeah. If you're looking at current form, Shea is number one. But yeah, Shea is number two. Um, yes, Crosby's... Honestly, if, if you're looking at last couple of years, are you going to say? Are we going to base it off that? This is the last two years. Okay, then... Uh, I still think it's Shea. I think I'll give it to Shea. I'll give it to Shea. I'm giving. It, I think Shea is the most n- not talked about a Canadian athlete right now. I know he won the award. It's because of the. It's because of the. <laughs> I was like, he kind of won the Olympics. The, he won yeah. the award. I get it, but like that's his first true recognition. And yeah. even then, not people not talking much about it. And even last if year, if it was a hockey player, people were talking about it way more. Yeah, last year, uh, Shea had an incredible year himself. Um, led OKC to a playing spot. Yeah. Uh, without a Chet Holgram, who was injured the whole year. And now you have Chet Holmgren. And now you have Chet Holgram, and you're second in the Western Conference, and uh, could potentially be the best team in the league. It is Shea Gilgis Alexander, and he could be an MVP this year. Okay, so back to the NHL side of things. Let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets, who still have nine regulation losses only. Um, they they're top five in the league right now. They are top five in the league, and obviously when you're and this is without Kyle Connor. That 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 is the most surprising part. We mentioned Rick Bonus' name before, and we think he should be in the head of Jack Adams' race for sure. Only reason that we agreed on right before we turned on the camera was. Rick Bonus's time being absent, with not his, on his fault. Yeah, as well. where 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 it was um, where the Jets still killed it could potentially hurt him in the voting just because they did good with and without him. Now they're doing but they're still doing good with without him. Kyle Connor, and they're doing good good without Kyle Connor, which is gonna help Rick Bonus's case. You know what helps? Connor Hellebuck's back in the race of Vesna again. Yeah, so there's that. That that you you know what also helps. They, they figured out their contract shit before, right? Like, there yeah. was a lot of talks middle of last year. Is Hellbuck gone? Is Shifley gone? Right? They don't have any of that drama this year. They could just play hockey. Yeah. PLD is gone, right? One of the main guys. And who, they brought back Who in players. the middle of the season is saying, I'm not coming back here. I want to get out of here. Yeah. Right? Three last year. players in return that are solid players. Yeah, they might not be the potential of PLD, but solid player. Gabe Lordy's been killing it. Yeah, they, they fill out the roster beautifully with the three players they got in return. And uh, they have no drama. They have no issues. They're playing free. They're playing good hockey. They're playing free. And uh, they don't have to deal with anything off ice because all their focus is on ice. They haven't had that last couple of years. All right. Let's stick to the Western Conference. Are the Edmonton Oilers making the playoffs? I mean, they're at, right now they're 19 and 15. They're one point out. They're one point out. With so a game in hand. Honestly, like, they don't even have to go Arizona on a second. They don't even have to go on a run. They could just be 500 and yeah. still make it. Nashville so, and Arizona are ahead of them. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, yeah. Well, like, they're, they've been back to form. Yeah, Seattle has been 7-1-2 in their the, last The 10. Oilers are very lucky. Yeah. The Oilers are very, very lucky. Because if this was a Canucks, or if this was the Oilers last year, it was Raps. Yeah. So Oilers this, are on a six-game win streak, Kraken are on a five-game win streak. Yeah, so this year has, has played out very differently than it was last year. Because the way the Oilers started, you would be like, yeah, they're done. They're finished. Minnesota is on a... Has lost Kirill Kaprizov and their who's their goalie, Gustafson. Gustafson, yeah. Yeah, so they're both out. So that they could be early sellers. Edmonton's gonna make it, and they're they they're gonna it, be yeah. this. They're still. I think who's more of a favorite to win the uh, cup? 
Canucks or Edmonton? When the playoffs start? Probably Edmonton. Yeah, like I agree. I still agree with that. Like at the end of the day, you gotta look at it, right? Like they've been in the playoffs. They're yeah. they're more experienced. They've they know what it feels like. They, all they have to do is they just get over the hump of beating Vegas or beating Colorado, which who they lost for the last couple yeah. years. The, and also them making this comeback is gonna make them a harder team going into the playoffs, where the Canucks presumably are looking like a playoff lock at the current moment. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Edmonton gets in. But the East is where it gets interesting. So let's flip over there. Right now, out of the playoff spot. By the way, the wild card, one and two, Flyers, Capitals. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's wild. Wild card. So that that also, like, you know, um, where Greg's article, like, Peter Laviolette. Yeah. I mean, no, I messed up. Um, John Tortorella yeah. should be in the uh, head coaching. Yeah. Uh, Jack Adams winner. And uh, Peter Laviolette. Peter Laviolette for the Rangers. Obviously, the Rangers are the second team, uh, second team overall in the in the NHL, and obviously he deserves recognition there as well. No playoffs. Tampa Bay Lightning, New Jersey Devils, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Detroit Red Wings have fallen off now. Okay, uh, Tampa Bay. Like, okay, if I were to tell you at the beginning of the year, right? Tampa Bay doesn't really shock me. So same with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, I could see, like, you know, the age is up there. You know, their teams have been worse than over the last few years. Obviously, Pittsburgh made that big move for Eric Carlson. But the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. That, that is a shocker. Injuries. Injuries, yes. Obviously, goaltending is another issue. And uh, they should have. But the good news is it's three games out and they're tied with the Washington Capitals. Like, they will make the playoffs. Yeah. The, the Tampa Bay Lightning... We'll make the playoffs. The Pittsburgh Penguins, I'm not confident about. People, but I I agree with some of them. Not you. I'm saying that the outsiders saying that Pittsburgh was probably more. Tampa Bay will miss out, and Pittsburgh will get in. Yeah, I can see that happening too. But I'm I'm sticking with Tampa. Like if it comes down to experience. if it comes down to Tampa <laughs> and Pittsburgh, I mean they're both very yeah. experienced. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I feel like Crosby might just go on a last minute tear. In the second hey, round. it needs this. Crosby needs the last run, one last run. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll leave it there. I think that's, that's what we're good at once again. Um, thank you to everybody that supported on the, well, not even just subscribers, but that watched that Canucks video that Jobin, keyword Jobin, did <laughs> okay. <most of laughs> all the work out of the both of us. But first ever 1,000 viewed video turned into a 2,000 viewed video. Let's make that a 5,000 viewed video <laughs> if we can. Let's make it. But you no, know, appreciate you guys once again. So check that video out. It's, um, it will be, it's our last video. Literally our it's last video. It's our latest video. video, yeah. Um, um, outside of that, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, make sure you guys follow all our socials. Linked down below once again. Audio listeners, rate, review, and download the podcast. And other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.